Hey everybody, uh, a couple of quick things. One, this is going to be the first part of probably three parts of our six-month anniversary show that we recorded last night on the 23rd. It was fun, I streamed it, um, lots of questions were answered. I look forward to doing something similar in the future. Two, I'm breaking it up so that it's a bit easier to download and consume. This way, when you guys are done with this section, you can just delete it. And part two will be will be out by the time you're done part one. So that's that. Three, uh, tweaking the Patreon stuff. The $3 tier is now going to be the raw version of the next week's episode, which means that right now at the $3 tier, you can go and download episode 32, which is fun as... Mary Sue and Chuck go back to her place, and nothing at all awkward happens. Three, check the episode description, because there is a link to some backstory stuff that Balls wrote that I was originally going to give out on Patreon, but nobody else did it, so I'm giving it to you here. Four, you can also check the description for a link to our Discord if you want to come hang out. We recently had a newer person come and hang out with us, and his energy was awesome. So I want more of that. So here you go. Anybody who's a fan of the show and you want to come hang out and talk with us on Discord and do whatever, boom, link right there. Five, whenever Kill Code actually hits Drive Through RPG, which can't come soon enough for most people, including myself, uh, we'll be doing another giveaway again like we did with Street Lethal. So that's a thing to look forward to. And six, we're going to do a crazy Halloween thing involving Call of Cthulhu, and there's going to be a giveaway for that as well. More details for that in the future. That's it. Enjoy the next three hours or so of us talking about the show, talking about the characters, talking about places we're going, things we've been, and our love for you, the people that listen to the show week after week. Thank you very much. Hi, everybody. This is, uh, this is the Without a Net six-month anniversary. Holy shit. Everything is still going. Uh, episode party thing. Um, how is everybody tonight? I am excellent. Thank you for asking. Wonderful. Hello, everybody listening. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm doing, doing well. Great. Did you guys hear that? Did you guys hear Mike? Eventually, Mary Sue will get to talk. If we don't. I said, I oh, said I'm good. Walk over her. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm just going to shut she up. Just, she's she's really cool, though. I just can't. This is it. It's I'm not Call of Cthulhu. You're not allowed to talk yet. <gasps> oh, I'm going to kill you all. <laughs> Man, and I haven't even made a, like, a, like an official announcement about that yet. God, <laughs> Mike ruins everything. He does. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, awesome. Glad to hear that everybody's in a good mood to get started tonight. Uh, so I've been soliciting questions from people. Mary Sue's been soliciting questions, and uh, I just kind of wanted to like, I don't know. Six months feels like such a anniversary type thing that it felt necessary to do something about it um so yeah here we are um <laughs> i should have worked on some kind of script or something for this. no 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 that's Man. okay i mean I-, I was gonna say the six month anniversary thing sounds very chick but if you want to mark six months that's fine uh i also well we're cheating because it's six months mm. of release and we've been playing for a year okay so um I don't know. I feel like that's something like the podcast has had a birthday. Yeah, I'm staring intently at you through the. If I had one of those, like you know, thing they have a birthday party, I would blow it. <laughs> oh God, that'd been super annoying. Um, so at 
at current, the last episode that was released was the one where you guys went to Morgana after the train job and got paid, and Chuck was there, and then you guys kind of broke to go into downtime. So that's where we are in released episodes, if you guys can think back the like two months to wherever that was in your and brain. speaking of that, speaking of that, uh, not, not anyone in particular, but we should probably try very hard to avoid spoilers for, for stuff that comes after. Yeah, yeah. when we all die. I'm not specifically talking about RC. About RC. But <laughs> <laughs> See, and y'all just got done trying to blame me for everything. <laughs> I can't remember what happened two months ago. So <laughs> Yo, I'm not going to lie. Good. Two Jacks was talking about something in the channel, uh, who's apparently newest number one super fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking, I'm like, I don't remember that. Because it was like two months ago that we recorded, and then we had um, like two or three episodes that we recorded since then because of Gen Con, we kind of moved our schedule around. Sorry, I'm shutting my windows. And we had like all those extra sessions in there, and I was like, I don't remember that at all. (laughs) It's just a mess. Um, but one of the things I did want to start off with, um, we have had some crazy success. Well, hmm. yeah, some crazy success on Patreon since we kind of started it that have helped me pay for things like the podcast hosting and external hard drive and some other stuff like the uh, Street Lethal giveaways we did. And whenever Kill Code comes out, we'll be doing a giveaway for that. And the super secret Halloween project thing that we'll talk about later. Um, yeah, so thanks to everyone for that. That's, that's a pretty big deal. It is a pretty big deal, and I have a list over on the left side of the screen that I'm going to run down real quick. All right. Fancy. Uh, so Cheyenne, thank you. Chris V, thank you. Chris W, thank you. David B, thank you. David R, thank you. Eric DeMage, thank you. Jacob M, thank you. Mary Sue, go to hell. <laughs> thank, oh, thank you. Thank you, Mary Sue. Wow. You're welcome. Uh, Nate C, thank you. New Death Scope, thank you. Um, the Adams, thank you. Relative Dimension, thank you. Scott S, thank you. Sean W, thank you. Real James, thank you. Thomas B, thank you. Travis or Travis, I sorry, uh, but thank you. Uh, that's, that's Travis. That's my dad. Oh, I wasn't sure if that's a pronunciation thing or or what. Thank you, no, Chuck's no. dad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then finally, thank you, Ziggy to Troll. Uh, you guys are all great and amazing. And I totally put up episode 32 on the $3 Patreon because I botched the, uh, the raw recording somehow. So it was just the, the edited episode instead of the raw one. So you can go listen to Mary Sue and Chuck be awkward. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get a lot of that, I think. (laughs) It's pretty great. Um, so I guess I want to start off addressing the troll in the room. Hi, Michael. Michael's Michael's here. Michael is here. Where did you All get right. here? <laughs> uh, Michael came back in a, what a week and a half ago now. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're all very excited. It's great we to have you. Excited. Michael, we had like a voice big, of reason. We had a big. We had a big party. It was great. Um, Michael, do you want to tell us anything about your trip? <laughs> do I want to tell you anything about my trip? Uh, well, in what regards? I, 
I remember you telling us an awesome story about how you arm twisted some coworkers into forcibly listening. <laughs> our, our arm twisting is such a brazen term. Uh, yeah. So as some of you may know, may not know, I'm not sure anymore. Um, I am active duty military. So yeah, I had to go on my little deployment. Uh, every now and again, whenever I got to port, I was able to actually download um, a lot of the actual episodes, especially up through the ones that I was missing. So I can keep track of what the group was actually doing or not doing, like flying a plane. And uh, in doing so, some of my coworkers actually heard me listening to it because I'm not going to listen to it on headphones in my own office. I'll put it on my speakers. And some of them got curious about it and I introduced them to the show and they got a kick out of it. So they started listening and it kind of spiraled from that point um, to the point to where I had a good 90 to a hundred people on the ship coming to me, asking me, Hey, where's the next episode? I need to, I need to get my fix. I need to get my fix. And I was like, well, you're going to have to deal with it. Because we got to get port to get some internet, so I can download some of this stuff. So, yeah, there's a, uh, there's a good chance that some of these guys are going to be hearing this, probably. Yeah, y- y'all, they'll they'll know who I am. <laughs> they, they'll know. They know where I'm working right now. I already know I'm going to end up getting harassed about it. So, this is where we go in the navy. RC, I will find a way to reach through this screen and choke you. I'm the Navy. So we're, so we're jumping ahead a little bit, but this is one of those witticisms that would have gotten cut. Very much so. <laughs> yeah, that moment when you realize Michael has heard everything you said over all the episodes, it's like, you know, quick mental research. Have I, how much shit have I talked? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, somebody coming close to crying, maybe, on hearing a message? No, nope. that's not me. <laughs> which i'm super excited that that episode managed to come out with the little note from you to to be live so that you being around wasn't nearly as much as a uh a surprise oh so that did air nice yeah that one did go out i think that was actually the one that just went out so uh from the twitch chat the Relative Dimension Pod asks, Michael, are these people on the ship longer than you, and would they appreciate gaming materials if that's even allowed? Longer than me in what regard? Um, do we appreciate gaming materials? Yes, we do appreciate gaming materials. This particular deployment that I ended up going on, we actually um, had a Dungeons & Dragons slash role-playing group that actually got together I'm talking about seven or eight different groups of five to six people each that were just randomly getting together and playing on their own. Um, we started it. We started basically a little meet and greet, a sit down, get together so that, you know, we're all nerds here. We all understand this and we understand how hard it is sometimes to talk to other people saying, Hey, yeah, are you interested? Have you ever thought of this? Well, we fostered, enough other interest and new interest where we were able to run five or six different games going off the time. Um, me personally, I went off and got several different um, items from Amazon, um, a couple books, uh, bags of dice, the miniature figures that when we'd get together, I would randomly just walk around to the groups. Hey, here you go. 
and just start giving away this stuff, fostering the whole gaming mentality on it. Nice. You're like a gaming Jesus. You give <laughs> a man exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you give a if you give a man a game, he will game for a day. If you teach a man a game, he will game for his life. I wonder how many of them try to figure out how to shoot dice with a D12. <laughs> <laughs> What's my point? Shit, you know. Um. So yeah. Uh. I guess I can start off with you guys. Do you guys have any questions for each other before we get into the fan submitted ones? Oh jeez, have you given me? Some I do. Oh. I have one. I didn't know we had homework. So yeah. I firmly believe that when we build characters, we put a little bit of ourselves in them. So for all of you, what did you put of yourself in your character? What do you most identify with? Uh, who wants to start that? I, 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 I can answer. You spoke first, so that means yeah. you. <laughs> you're not um, ordering of the general tip, so you're up, buddy. Oh, a little bit of robot there. Um, mm-hmm. So I try really hard not to be, but I am a very private person and uh, a little reclusive. I try really hard to like to break those habits, but I always kind of air back to it. Um, I'm very much the kind of person like if if nobody if nobody kind of gets me out of my out of my head, I can I can end up staying in my house for you know a week at a time without really doing a whole lot. Um, so yeah, I mean, Boz is sort of uh, uh, a magnification of that. I think she, she holds it almost as an ideal in a way. She like, she thinks it's a, a positive quality about herself. I don't think it's a positive quality about myself. Um, but it's fun to explore with the character. And I do the same thing. Um, Mary Sue, I, uh, all my characters are some, some part of me with something else that's unfamiliar mixed in, um, to just sort of like explore, um, a, a part of myself. So I think that's a really good question. I, th- I think you're very, you know, I, I, you are kind of reserved. I mean, you were the last one to put nudes in our private chat. Took a lot of cajoling to get that to happen. Put put what in your? Private? What? No, I was making it. I said you were the last one to put nudes into our private game chat. Nudes. This is a joke. Okay, I don't. Think you can't, <laughs> you can't edit me out. Nudes, is, nudes. Oh, it's the nudes. accent. The accent. Is just. I heard naked pictures. Yeah. I was like, news? I'm not a journalist. What is this? God, are we, <laughs> is this NPR now? I didn't realize it. And NPR. some people wonder how much of Richard's witticisms get cut. The ratio is going to be very high tonight. Uh, it's it's normal. You just don't hear it. You know, you know, when you, when you, when you mine for gold, you don't get a lot, but it's still worth it happening. So. Yes, that's true. It's I don't know why that's relevant. We're gonna keep, yeah, we're gonna keep digging. It, we're gonna it, keep digging. I would describe it as digging holes a lot of the time, so that makes sense. <laughs> Indeed. I'm sorry, cause, uh, let's, let's, let's just move along. Let's just move I, along, Chuck. Let's move, we're moving along. <laughs> no, 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 no. I feel like, I feel like I'm, since I went, I'm gonna tag you, RC. I wanna hear what you got to say. Hmm. Well. In real life, I, I'm, I, <laughs> it's kind of, I mean, I'm not the greatest at separating, say, my character from, you know, my own personal character. I tend to be kind of a smart ass in real life, and it translates well. It's, it's, it's not an act, y'all. Um, but that, that's pretty much, you know, I like to make jokes. I like to be kind of a smart ass. And uh, in real life, I like cool, techy toys. So I have a character who has lots of cool, techy toys. Cool, techy toys are fun. So, you know, I, I don't feel like I 
really went out there and just reached in terms of, you know, acting and going beyond my range, you know, and really exploring a character I don't have a whole hell of a lot in common with, you know, and, and, I, and I've grown up around people like RC my whole life, you know, good old boys who worked on trucks and cars, and that's just what they did and what they knew, and a lot of stuff they said was maybe not the most progressive, or, or you know, um, sometimes it'd be, it'd be somewhat problematic, but it, generally they were good people, and so that was a character I kind of wanted to play and have a little fun with. Is it, have, I, have I sufficiently answered, or is that good? Yeah, that sounded good to me. It's good enough for me. Okay. Somebody else. I, w- I want to tag Chuck. Or, you know, I'm going by the alphabetical order. Great, thanks, thanks. Um, so for me, uh, I would say, I mean, I'm I'm a nerdy person in general, so having a nerdy decker kind of fits. Also, my real life job is software development, so being in software stuff for him that helps. Uh, I don't think it's aired yet, but you'll find out Chuck is really into food. I'm not, but my wife is, so I tried to emulate that from what I she thought, talked about it. I thought you were going to say we were going to find out he's really Canadian. Oh, is he really Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I don't think he's Canadian. I don't think I've actually thought that that far back, though. So who knows? It's Maybe. It's a possibility. I mean, it is the UCAS, right? It's, you know, Canada oh, yeah. and America yeah. kind of mushed together, yeah. so aren't we all a little Canadian? <laughs> no. Propose. <laughs> oh, right. You're from the cat. Oh, no. right. Right. Other than that, I don't know. I don't. I don't jump on grenades in my daily life. So that's one thing. Yo, I totally. That's definitely different. When you did that, I totally put the gif of uh, Steve Rogers jumping on the the grenade and Captain America in the chat on loop for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, that's that's mostly it. But that's so far most of the character is he's a nerdy guy who does computer stuff and likes food. So almost almost exact, I guess. Sure. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to pick uh, Mary Sue next. No, I asked the question. It's Michael. Oh. That's the only one left. It's Michael. Oh. Nope. You got to answer. No, you I asked laugh. the question. Yeah. Well, sometimes you got to answer your own questions. Mm. So, Michael. There's no getting away from it, Mary Sue. You better answer I that will. question. I will. After you answer, after <laughs> uh-uh. obviously I go Chuck last. Chuck didn't pick me. Chuck didn't <laughs> pick me. He picked you. Tag. You're it. No tag back. All right. Get over it. Fine. Fine. Um. Uh. So, I think I relate most to um, Mary Sue's optimistic outlook. I try to always see the positive aspect of everything. Um. So I think that's that's in there. Um, also, uh, I think the rationalizing, <laughs> how Mary Sue likes to rationalize all of her choices and decisions. Yes, that's totally <laughs> me as well. Cause I gotta make myself right. And that's how you do it, right? So, <laughs> so yeah, I think those two. <laughs> I think that's enough. That was very honest. Wasn't it? <laughs> I'm glad you finally admitted it's rationalizing. Yeah. It's a more rationalized. Like rationalizing, like a tur- it was, you know, turtles all the way down of rationalizing. Right, let's not be let, judgy. Let me explain how this works. See, I'm the player, and that's the Strap character. <laughs> I'm the player. That's the character. So the player understands this, but the character doesn't. She's oblivious. That's the whole point. Parliamentary inquiry. <laughs> 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 then why is this always present in every chat we have, regardless of whether you're in character or out of character? <laughs> I said we were 
I relate to those aspects. Shut up, Michael, go. (laughs) (laughs) Is it my job to make you cry now or something? What gives? You all make me cry. I'm crying right now from laughing. Okay, go on. That works. Okay, so original (laughs) question being, you know, what do we put of ourselves into the characters? Mm -hmm. Um, Or do we try to put ourselves into the characters? Um, You know, that's it's kind of a a tricky question. I've I've been doing this gaming for entirely too long now, it seems. And uh, each character, I just try to do something different. You know, I don't I don't try to throw myself into the characters because in my opinion, you know, playing a game, playing, getting together with a bunch of people that you get along with, that you enjoy hanging out with and everybody's sitting back, having fun, throwing dice, whether it's face to face or over the internet, you want to try something new. You can do something that you, you don't normally do. Um, It's funny because one of the original ways that I, I met BAMPs, was uh from a shadow walking episode and one of his original comments to me was yeah with that laugh you don't have an option you're the troll you are the period you're you're just the troll can't see you doing anything else and and to be honest it's stuck here i am next 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 episode next season playing the troll i don't mind it i get along with it i get a kick out of it do i put myself into it a little bit i mean but but there's the the line you got to draw, you know. Myself personally, I wouldn't do half the things that Mike would do. I wouldn't be sitting there going to go talk to people. It's always been my mentality of um, if I don't need to talk to you for anything, there's no reason to talk to you for anything. I'm gonna leave you alone. Michael tries to step out of that shell and go purposely poke the bear, if you will. Who else has questions? You know, I, I wish I wish that you'd asked us like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, like, like you kind of put those. Yeah, hey, y'all come prepared. <laughs> Sorry, I thought all of the times were like, hey, I'm looking for questions for the game for the anniversary show. Is the character of Boz like a walking allegory for clinical depression? Because it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Boz is not depressed. Boz is. Uh, there's a word that I'm trying to think of, and it's pessimist. It's, She's not even a pessimist, really. I think in a lot of ways she's an optimist. She's just, she's sort of resigned. I think she knows deep down how this is all going to end, and she's just trying to prolong it, I think. Um, I guess that sounds a lot like pessimism. Um, but she's more of a realist, I think. She just sort of like, you know, she gets, she, she is trying to mitigate the damage of her life going down the, the tubes and, I, um, my background in real life, actually, I've got a degree in psychology. So, um, when I think about characters, I usually, I think about them complexly. Um, and I like kind of broken characters. All my characters are always a little broken in one fashion or another. Um, so boss being a little broken is sort of an expression of that. Um, I think a lot about how someone might deal with stuff like this is this is shadow run i don't think there's a lot of games that people run where uh their combat character which boss is essentially a combat character kills someone for the first time and then has like kind of a, an emotional breakdown over it like that's that's me applying sort of my real life experience and knowledge to um to make a character more interesting more complex and yeah that comes out kind of like on the on the grim side 
but I think it's like a little, I like to think at least, I don't know how other people feel about it, but I like to think it's kind of brings it closer to reality and makes her a little more interesting. Cause I know that she's been kind of a slow burn character. So yeah. Well, when I, when I listened to it, it actually made me a little jealous because of how much better it was than I've been doing. No, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, no. <laughs> you're, you're, making, you're making me feel a little bad. No, I think you guys are awesome. I love you guys. That's why, that's why, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do the whole, the whole podcast justice, which includes everybody. No. Um, Chuck. Uh-oh. <laughs> How crazy has it been to transition from listener to cast member? I think I warned you I was going to ask you this. You did, you did. And I did, I put no thought into it. So I'm going to wing it. Here we go. Uh, the, the shock, uh, I mean, it was definitely shocking getting picked. I personally thought I was, I was, I, I didn't feel I didn't do that great of a job to get picked. So that was more of the shock of it. Um, actually getting in though, I, in the process of getting everything set up, uh, yeah, that, that part, that, the actual transition wasn't hard. It was more of, uh, yes, yeah, sorry. My wife just mentioned I was giddy for a month. I was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh sorry. Uh, yeah, so the actual, the, like, getting my character made, getting everything set up and started, that was, all that went smoothly and nicely. Um, the, the toughest part of it was being, uh, behind on the story, uh, where I came in kind of fit nicely, so I didn't need to know much of what happened before. Uh, but that was a bit of a struggle. So, uh, there's that. Now the, the transition, cause I thought the question was more of when you first said it, how, how's it different or something? I can't remember how, when you first asked it, or is this roughly what you wanted? Uh, I don't really know what I wanted when I asked, and I definitely oh, okay. don't remember how I asked it the first time. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. At least didn't say don't meet your heroes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is kind of fun to have your family members in the Twitch chat while we're recording this to just dime you out about how you were giddy for a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, that's correct. My father says that's all I talk about. Uh, we've been visiting my family every other weekend or so, and it's hard to talk about other things other than Shadowrun, so, and specifically the podcast, so, it's always on my mind. Um, Me too. Yeah. I don't know things I'm afraid to say stuff. I love character, man. Like, I just, it, it's, it. You're breaking up, which is convenient, so now you don't have to sound like a nice person. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we'll keep our C in character. Right? You can go, you can shower him with that again if you want. Yeah, I said, hey, is it working? Testing, testing? Yeah. Uh, yeah I said, uh, you know, I, I really like Chuck's character. It's worked, worked out great. I just don't want to spoil anything, so I can't say, oh, that time that this the thing happened. I don't, because it's, you know, you're going to, like, yell, yell me out of the chat if I, you know, yeah, screw that up. Point. But, yeah, it's been great. I mean, I've, I mean, you can't, as a player, you're great to work with. Uh, the character is awesome and hilarious and cool. So, and, and it's, it's just pretty cool. I'm glad you're having a good time, man. Well, thanks. RC's great too. I don't have a long spiel, just. <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's, I'll just note it to your personal file. Long spiels are more RC's thing <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any other questions or does somebody want to pick one off the table? Well, apparently my wife just said that Chuck XRC is OTP. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if that says more about 
the game or your wife? I'm not sure. Cause Wait, what, what happened if Chuck's RC is out with? So Chuck and RC together is the one true pairing. Oh, my God. Oh, of course, yes. <laughs> I can say that. If I had, if I had a hanger, I just... Like, we, we need some magic in there. <laughs> oh, God, that's that just makes it worse. Um, so if nobody has questions, I'm going to pick questions for you guys to answer. Do it. Alright. Um, I'm gonna start with Palmer. Yeah. I'm gonna start with Palmer's questions up here in the upper left because he's in the upper left. Um, his first question is, how did you design your Patreon rewards? I am lazy. Um, I knew that I didn't want to get super crazy with Patreon. I had talked to a couple of other podcasters that have Patreons that are successful and, um, solicited advice. Did my legwork, did my research. One thing they said was, don't do physical things. Um, cause that's just a giant hassle. And I'm like, okay, I have ideas for like merch or that kind of, well, I guess it is just merch, um, related to the show, but I don't think we're quite at the point where I am ready to, to look at them and get them produced. Maybe look at something special for Gen Con next year because I think everybody wants to go to Gen Con. So, um, made it real simple. The dollar level is the entire prologue that we did, which was one of the base level things when we started this podcast that I was like, look, here's what I want to do. And the prologue was there from day one because I didn't want, by doing the prologue, by the time we get to the release point, you guys have all interacted with each other and played with each other for a couple of months. The awkwardness of you all meet in a tavern is gone because now your characters and you as players know each other and it lets us hit the ground and just start going, which is what I wanted to make it more interesting there. Um, at the $3 level, I tried to do the world building thing, but I couldn't keep up with it as far as a questions about NPCs and that kind of thing. And it just kind of fell apart. So I'm changing it as of this weekend so that at the $3 level, you will get the week ahead episode in the raw form. So not edited. Um, I'll take out some of the background noise. I'll kill a bunch of the silences and level out the audio levels, but it'll basically be a week ahead at the $3 mark. And, um, I'm pretty sure I could find some other stuff to put in there. Uh, you never did release that stuff that we wrote, did you? I don't even remember. Fi- I don't think everybody finished it. Mm-mm. No, I think it was just me and Val, and Val's gone now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think I ever released it there. Um, but it'll def- just throw mine in the garbage then. With the rest of you. <laughs> um, so that well, was. To be fair, I wasn't aware that I was supposed to write stuff. Uh, you're but... Yeah, don't you try to get out of this. <laughs> Chuck is sweet and innocent in all things. Exactly. Um, so that was more or less what I did. There were some talks about doing monthly book giveaways or something like that. And for the moment I have, um, kind of just resigned that to, as the new books came out because I screwed up the street lethal contest. I actually ended up giving away two copies of street lethal. So, oh, well, how did that happen? (laughs) So when I did the drawing, I drew, uh, whatever the number was. But I read the name of 
the other guy that was next to it in the list. Oh, no. And I sent... You drew six, but you read the name under five. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, I'm sorry, but I, I need like 10 minutes to make a, a work phone call. That's yeah. an emergency. I'm sorry. Go, go, yeah, go. Um, so I accidentally... I didn't catch it until after I sent a message to the guy that I didn't roll. So I was like, well, fuck it. You know, I got to do right by the people who are willing to support the show. So... No, it's very yeah. noble of you. Barf. <laughs> um, to go on to his next question of how many RC witticisms get cut in each episode? Most of them. <laughs> Not, Not enough. <laughs> it's perfect because he just had to step away. Um, right. <laughs> not that many. It has to be a real, like, complete miss for me to completely cut it. Most times when they're just like, uh, just groaners, now that I do the outcat, the outtake stuff at the end, I just put it into a different track, and then at the end I take all of that stuff in that bottom track and I just stick it at the end so that you can hear all about all of the groaners and dumb things that people have talked about. I haven't listened to all of the all of the episodes. I've listened to some of them, um, but I have gone back and listened to the the stuff cut at the end, and it's pretty fun. I like it a lot. Yeah. It's just one of those things that sometimes it doesn't fit the uh, the theme of the episode, or we go too much into mechanics and talking because I like to cut all of that stuff. Um, too much of a sidebar. Yeah, basically, like this entire thing tonight it would all be cut. It's all joke. <laughs> Um, and then Palmer's last question is what scene amused, tickled, or touched each participant the most? And I'm going to popcorn Chuck to start. God damn it. Um, <laughs> oh, crap. Uh, the scene that amused, tickled, or touched the most. Um, so my favorite scene so far. Well, okay, so. No, I can't say that. Um, how about Candyman? I really liked the Candyman. That was a cool, neat scene. I'm just not in it. Which is Wait, can, can you describe what that is? I'm, I'm actually, I, I was I there? Because I don't remember. You were there. Yes. Yeah, the Candyman candy. is the, uh, was the, maybe, maybe victim is the wrong word of, uh, Willing participant. That, yeah, willing participant that hmm. Morgana gave Val. Who had uh, what was it? Oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. sugar issues. He had, he was hyperglycemic or hypoglycemic. I don't know which one it is. Yeah, yeah, one of those. And uh, uh, yeah, I just like that whole awkward like it's kind of like a first kiss sort of thing, but it's weird. Yeah, he's really was into weird. getting his blood drank. Yeah, that was probably my favorite one so far. You get to choose. We're doing this by like grade oh, school right. rules. Um. So I'm going to pick Michael because he went last last time. <laughs> All right. Uh, my favorite scene or most amused part. This is going way back. I don't know if it's actually on uh, or available yet, or unless you're a Patreon, was in the beginning with Howard. <laughs> it's so perfect that RC is not here for this part. <laughs> He'd get off on a rant. <laughs> um, the the sheer amount of almost bitter hatred slash bias that 
R.C. has for Howard upon first meeting the man and him just shaking his head like, why are you doing this to me? And R.C. taking that the wrong way. Just uh, it, I love it. It was just an, an amazing, hilarious interaction that still has consequences to this day. That guy tried so hard to not be a pain in the ass, and yet... <laughs> yep. Hopefully everyone who's listening has actually listened to the prologue, because that was... There's some really, really important stuff in there. Yeah, there's going to be a... Because uh, one of the promises I made to Richard was that I would give him Howard. And now that Michael is back in the area, Howard is going to be on the menu shortly. Oh, spoilers. What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing, GM? I'm teasing. Spoiler. It's not a spoiler. It hasn't <laughs> happened yet. This is not past tense. So there. And this is all apropos, considering RC is not here to hear this. <laughs> right? <laughs> I've told him I'm... I told him I'm giving him Howard soon. Uh, anyway, you're up for popcorn. All right, Mary Sue. Um, I don't know. It's hard to choose just one because I think all of the others do such a really good job. So I think RC, any conversation he has with Mama is <laughs> fantastic. And I am amused the entire time. Um, I think. No, uh, hold on. Hold on. Don't go picking right. a bunch because you're going to step on someone else's toes. You might say something someone else wanted to say. Okay. I guess I'll shut up. Um, <laughs> boss. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you have to just jump ahead. No, no it's okay, um, boss, go. I was afraid you're going to pick this one. Um, <laughs> so it's all self-serving. It's Pretty well, much. it's about Mary Sue. I um, wasn't going to pick myself. <laughs> this is also from the prologue, but wow, there's there's a point at which, um, out of nowhere, unexpectedly, because at this point, uh, Mary Sue is just um, oh, I think I know a, lov- no. a lovely little HR elf. Who's never had an unkind word for anybody? Um, as we're trying to get in back into the building during a, a lockdown, I hope I'm, I'm, I hope it's okay that I'm describing this. That was on the um, that was released. Yeah, that was, um, that was like the yeah. first or second episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yep. And Mary Sue, out of nowhere, pulls a silenced pistol out of her jacket <laughs> and shoots a cop in the back. <laughs> oh, I just love like that is to this day we we continually bring that up to to talk. You about do. It. You do continually bring that up. Not to mention, maybe, or not to mention, so many other people love to bring that up, too. Like, oh, my God, she's a cop killer. I didn't kill that cop. It was a jail round. He's fine. That is literally, if we had Shadow Run names, that would be your Shadow Run name. Cop killer. Cop killer. (laughs) No. No, we don't just have to call her Jell. Don't worry, I have an idea for her to actually get a street oh my name. Oh gosh! Don't worry. Oh gosh. Um, oh, I dread. I uh, dread be so what good. that's going to be because I know what you pitched as a street name, and I believe I said no. And if it ends no, no, that, it, it's not. I'll even be close so mad. Okay. Not close. Bubbles. <laughs> Dandelion. No. No. Dandelion's a good one. He wanted. Can I say it? I don't care. He wanted my street name to be Trigger. I said, no, that's a stuffed horse. <laughs> that's no. a really good one, though. I like it. No! I think it's it started off as Trigger. It's, it's, it's I, catchy. I think no. it started off as Trigger Happy. Because you just shot I would that guy. Ra- but people would say Trigger for short. And no, I would rather go with Cop Killer. <laughs> hey, y'all back. Sorry about that. Welcome yeah, back. Hi. Guess what? <laughs> what was it? 
What scene amused, tickled, or touched each participant the most? Go, your turn. Oh, Christ. <laughs> uh, can I have a minute? <laughs> All right, you can have a minute. I'll go. I have two. Um, and the first one was when you guys were f- coming back to Scrappers, and everybody but Michael was in his little apartment and discussing what you guys were going to tell him about the situation you were in. And Michael goes off with him to look to check on the hellhounds and then just bleh. <laughs> I remember that. Because, we're all being super serious, super sneaky, and Michael's like, eh. <laughs> because that was, I think, like the first real instance where it was like, man, this is something special. Because on a metal level, we never discussed anything about what was going to happen. I give the guys some ideas about the things that I see happening in each episode as we kind of go into the next one. It's like, okay, next episode, we're going to we're gonna do the meat for the next job. We're going to do some legwork. And, you know, that so we have a little bit of an idea so we can keep on pace. Nowhere in there does it get, okay, the group is going to split up and Michael is going to spill the beans. Michael mm-hmm. was just like, that's what Michael would do. Mm-hmm. Knowing full well about the conversation in the other room about not telling him anything. And a little bit of a, a key in here. When they were all having this conversation and I was outside in my office, I was dying laughing because I was like, yeah, Michael's going to do this. I don't care what y'all are planning. <laughs> um, we had a small conversation because Scrapper knew a bunch of stuff because Scrapper is a chatter runner. You know, he's, he is wise to the criminal ways. So when you've got these people coming up and a handful of them are wearing outfits that say paradynamics on it with a shady deal, he's going to spend a little time to just do a quick Google to see what that is. So when they go out there in that yard and Scrapper's like, so what'd you do at paradynamics? Michael being the, uh, the troll that he is just starts vomiting forth information. It's like awesome. And it made perfect sense too, because you know, Michael was very sort of, you know, seeing the world through, through fresh eyes. He didn't, I don't, there wasn't any reason for him to not to be suspicious of Scrapper or, or anything like mm-hmm. that. So. And it was Michael, like Scrapper was like, I'm going to go cause you guys need time. And Michael was like, I'm going to come with you. He didn't say, Hey Michael, why don't you come help me with the dogs or anything like that? And Michael did it on his own, which was, Hmm. Um, and then the second part is after that first big job, you guys had three weeks of downtime, which we didn't actually skip playing for three weeks, but we had everybody getting together at the scrapyard and the way that everybody just kind of came together felt really natural and it was great. And I loved it. And I thought to myself, we have something a little special here. And now that I'm done being gross, RC, what'd you come up with? Uh, I think the, the, the funniest time, <clears throat> excuse me, was when we were in a car vanished. I think, I think it was Mary Sue's car. And I had a call from Mama as, as, as voiced by Bamps. And like, I just needed everyone to shut up. I just, yeah, exactly. I needed everybody just to shut up. And I think Boss kept saying shit. And it was just like, <laughs> yeah. who was that, Richard? Like, I was, I, I was supposed to be at work. And it's like, these are the people who are, you know, the rap scallions, the ruffians that she saw. And it was like blowing my cover. It's like, bro. You're just like, this is not cool. It's not cool. Boss said it was hilarious. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. It was, it was, it was, the, it was like the, the, the first really good time, I think, where, you know, RC got trolled from Boss. Usually that's a, that's a one way street. <laughs> that, I don't like, I don't like how this is turning. Yeah. It's like, it's like, this is our fire object, you know. <laughs> have to have, the, have the, the city workers come and change these signs back. 
on White Street. That's a good scene. I remember that. And back to work. God, this guy's driving me crazy. Okay. Um, I'm going to make somebody else pick a category next. I don't care who. Well, did Boz go over what their favorite? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was Mary Sue Cop Killer. Cop. No, oh, that's right. It was Cop Killer. Um, Joe from Relative Dimension had a question in the Twitch chat saying how um, – what was it? What, how – Willing are we to get into situation? How many people are willing to be in a situation and have their character jump on it? I'm going to go first. Several okay. of my NPCs have been handed situations that they have totally taken advantage of, especially Morgana. Oh, my God. It's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what she's there for, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, like, in the the next to last episode, Chuck came over to to thank her for the drinks and she escalates because she's like, here's a cred stick. Do something nice for Mary Sue. And to her, 500 million is is nothing, right? She said, fix her. So it's like, here you go. Here's 500 bucks for me to get some chuckles out of this. <laughs> yeah. There's there's an, an adversarial relationship happening there that um, actually is one of the questions. It is. Why does, why does Mary Sue hate Morgana? <laughs> because... To me, Morgana seems to have this attitude like she's above everyone else. And because of that, we should just do what she says and be happy about it. And to me, that's kind of like a bully. And so, or to Mary Sue, that's a bully. It's it's a mean girl type of attitude. And she doesn't like it. And Morgana <laughs> has routinely, routinely threatened the rest of the group. What? Don't know what you're and talking about. I don't, I don't, I, I don't it, recall it's, the rest of the group getting threatened. She definitely okay. has, Well, she, if you she, guys want Mary Sue to be more nice to Morgana, <laughs> I can make that happen. <laughs> this is I, I don't know where question. the evil will come back out of, though. I'm good. Let's just keep it where we understand. <laughs> no, is, no, no. <laughs> I will be nicer to Morgana. Is, is Morgana better looking than Mary Sue? That doesn't matter, Omnicolor. <laughs> that makes no difference that at all. That means yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> she better dress. Is that what Omni has? Is Morgana more attractive than her? God, yes. <laughs> a classy lady. And she's done nothing but nice things for us, too. And you're her biggest fan, so I'll I be like nicer because you're besties. There's, it's cool. Well, it's just, okay. So we've uh, this is a funny question because we've actually talked, we talk about this on a fairly regular basis. It just comes up after sessions. Whenever we, whenever mm-hmm. we talk with Morgana, this this, is a, this tends to be a conversation that happens, so it is fun. Yeah, to, because it is weird to be know, adversarial to your fixer or your Johnson. I understand. Not just that, but she's like but a crime. She's like a crime boss. She's not it just, just rubs. It just rubs me the wrong way when he does her. It rubs. It incites a reaction. That job rubs her the wrong way. <laughs> anyway. You're all laughing privately, you assholes. You all know that you just hit the button. Just, why can't we just delete that? We can't. Everybody heard it. <laughs> yep. It's stuck. One of the questions while you were away, Richard, was how many of our C's criticisms get cut? That would have probably what? been one. You're cut now. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Who, who, who's getting cut out now? What's up? Exactly. <laughs> um. So you can't just start being nice to Morgana. You guys have to have that in-character conversation. And now that Michael oh, has recently oh, wow. those, that's those are conversations that don't go well either. So. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's going to be fun. Because <laughs> I don't have to do anything. Well, it's just funny because, like, Mary Sue is, a, is the group's face. 
She's the mm-hmm. one who, who's all who's very persuasive and can get what she wants with Morgana. So it's like they have to sort of like hang back. The rest of the group is kind of hanging back, like, "Oh God, is this going to explode or not?" Like we like they have no choice. Like it has to be Mary Sue. But there's 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 always a chance that something horrible is going to happen. So I think it's it is it's a fun relationship. I've enjoyed that adversarial nature, and I'm curious to see where it goes in the future. Personally, I think Mary Sue hopes that. Morgana and Howard will team up and it will all align. <laughs> we will have no choice but to take her out. Oh, no, no. I'll be nicer to my, I'll be nicer to Morgana. It's your arch nemesis. Um, Richard, I do need to test you on something, but, uh, how does RC feel about the name Howard? <laughs> like, oh, it's like one of those psychological surveys, you know, like, you know, I'm at five, not very good. <laughs> like, from, the one to five, the the positive, very, very positive, positive, neutral, somewhat negative, very negative, extremely negative, worthy, extremely negative. So why does why does RC hate Howard so much? Why does RC hate Howard? Let me count the ways. First, he came into my shop. Uh, strike one. So uh, uh, you know, so he came to the shop. He sabotaged my job. Uh, tried to get me killed. Sabotaged the uh, electronic box thing with his. Uh, bullcrap cameras did not follow directions well i just thought it was jim i didn't like him <laughs> and i was right i was a hundred and he and you all thought i was insane no boz was with you the whole RC time is, you keep forgetting this boz was with you were? me the whole time yeah boz was with me the whole time everybody else was like you're just paranoid rc and it's like yeah we were coconut and i was right the whole time that ass hat yeah i did yeah you were like oh my yeah we were trying to convince everybody that something was actually going on but it was mostly Boz just had nothing better to do. No, I thought you were insane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Mal, she was here. Mary, Mary Sue, there's only one problem with that phrase you just used. Hmm. You you thought he was insane. It's not a oh, was yeah. factor. It's an is. And after all of those things that RC just listed, everybody, you need to add the following word. Allegedly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> This, this, if you want to, you can say that RC, the gearhead, is a you know a broken clock. <laughs> Finally got right once. Actually, speaking of, speaking of all that, um, this is something I never actually mentioned, but I thought one of the coolest things about the prologue um, was the fact that Mary Sue, like for like like maybe seventy five to eighty percent of the prologue, like she was kind of playing both sides, and I thought that was really really well done. Like there, like she was still working with HR, and like. There was like a there was like a will she won't she kind of trust thing going on. I thought was really really cool. Um, the way that like that played out a lot longer than I than I think a lot of people would have would have played it out. So kudos for that. Indeed, oh, I did forget I about that. Indeed, didn't realize that that even happened. I'm so oblivious. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I did. Well, kudos to me. It was like a year ago. <laughs> well, it's just like you know you and you you, you like reported back to uh, what was her name Gladys Doris. Or Doris, Doris. Like, reported back to Doris and kind of was doing her bidding. And she was kind of like, is, is Doris the bad guy kind of situation going on? Hopefully everyone's heard this, the pl- prologue already, because otherwise there's a lot of spoilers. No. If anything, it'll make them want to go back and listen to it. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The prologue was a lot of fun, and it was great mm-hmm. to, um, when we sat down to start the group, we had talked about the kind of story we wanted to tell, and what we settled on was a group of wage slaves that find themselves in over their heads in the shadows. So we started off the prologue playing as a bunch of wage slaves in different sections of the company, 
and I got to shadow run them, which was awesome because yep. there was all kinds of behind the scenes manipulations. Mary Sue had her memory altered at one point, which still hasn't come back up. Don't worry, I didn't forget about that. <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's a lot of paranoia, a lot of like who do, who do we trust kind of like and it went out, like we were only planning I think to do a couple of sessions, but it went on for like a month or something, maybe longer. At the moment, it's like. 15 to 20-ish hours of content up on the Patreon stuff. Yeah. Um, Granted, that's not edited content. It's just, you know, here you go. This is the stuff. Uh, The goal was we're going to go through, like, two shatter runs and a little bit of downtime for the characters to meet and interact with each other. But then Richard went off on this crazy paranoia thing and tried to turn it into some kind of murder mystery. And it worked. And we followed down that line until we got to the point the prologue literally ends with Michael calling the guys for help right before they pull up outside the first scene of the release. It was real good. That's some of our best stuff, honestly. Um, anyway, I feel like we've been on this question for a while. Yeah, well, it's an interesting question because Mary Sue does hate Morgana. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even the start of the initial question either. It was it was not even an answer to the question that Joe from Relative Dimension asked oh, yeah. was. <laughs> he, he, got willing, he got his money's worth. got his money's worth. He didn't pay any money. How willing oh. are the characters, the players, to jump into situations? Um, I will start to give an example of um, parachuting out of the plane. Uh, Mary Sue rolled. Was it a crit glitch? Yeah, oh yeah, you fell. It was a critical glitch, and I had edge I could spend to avoid it, but I chose instead to not do that and to take it and see what would happen. Uh, number one, because I trusted my GM to not kill me. Sure. Uh, and number two, because I thought it was better, entertainment-wise, story-wise, whatnot. And so I think, as a player, being willing to not be afraid to let that glitch happen. And the consequences hit me. I think yes, I'm I'm more than willing to jump into a a situation that presents itself. And I'm done answering that question. I mean, yeah, like in the <laughs> actually that very same scene where Mary Sue went into the drink, um, Buzz, you know, stuck that landing and just jumped in the lake anyway to go after Mary Sue. Um, I I totally agree. Like I before I got back in a shadow run, I I was playing a lot of uh, Blades in the Dark, and it really kind of taught me. Um, to appreciate the failures and how failure can make for a really good story. I really enjoy um, when things kind of go sideways and things get unexpected and just jumping into stuff. Obviously, Boz as a character is very reserved. Um, she's always the one kind of um, trying to convince people not to do anything stupid because that's just who she is. Um, but, you know, at the same time, this is not a, this is not a, a career path you can you can be particularly reserved on all the time. So um, I can't think of anything offhand that she's done that was off the wall, but um, other than jumping in a lake, but yeah, cool, very cool. Um, you know, I, I had a quick glitch. I also uh, <laughs> allowed the critical glitch to happen. It was lifting a box now throughout my back, and that. Followed you around for a few sessions. It was it was too good a pass. It's like you create glitch on. I pick up a box. Do you want to <laughs> use any of your massive edge pull relative to everybody else to stop? No. <laughs> let's, let's just let's do, do your worst, ma'am. <laughs> just have to kill me off. <laughs> you, you, the way I feel like this is just you, like deep down, being kind of lazy and thinking 
This is a good chance to not have to do any work. That's how my back incident ended. This is terrible. <laughs> I guess someone else is oh, going to no. lift all these boxes. It was super if only there was a large, strong orc that could move this stuff for me. It's perfect on so many levels because you got the racism angle of get the orc and the troll to carry the heavy boxes. <laughs> and then you have the angle that he had been giving Valerie so much grief about the wheelchair. And now he was using oh, yeah, her yeah. wheelchair that it was just it was just cyclical. And a nice little... Con- condensed circle that was just so perfect. It's like, ah, everybody, there's a moratorium on jokes about people in wheelchairs for about a month. <laughs> then we can resume. Damn, you see how they're talking about getting Chuck's parents on? As, I as see guests. that. <laughs> That's, that'd be hilarious and fun. That is definitely a thing that might happen. It has to happen. We have to okay. meet Chuck's parents. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never meet mine, so... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um... Anybody else have anything for Joe's question? Michael's always doing, like, the timing, just sort of like we were in the middle of, I think, the uh, the Barons or somewhere, and Michael's like, I'm just going to go for a walk, just to see what happens. Mike does stuff like that. I mean, it's just, it's part of playing the character, you know? If consequences happen, they happen. I'm full. That's how you make the great story. That's how these, yep. you know, the, 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 the memories, the, the laughter, the entertainment factor comes into play. If it's all just successes, there's no thrill for me. You know, Speaking um, of you not be, just successes, I'm pretty sure I lost that episode. There was one episode that, that um, one of the two parts I didn't get the recording for the second part. <laughs> and I think that was that one. Oh, uh, really? Oh, yeah. that's too bad. GM, roll the critical glitch. <laughs> this was a while yeah, ago, I, so I'm sorry I get I, one. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, you have to be willing to do the dumb thing, to do the thing that isn't isn't necessarily the smartest thing, mm-hmm. or or just do something that your character's not necessarily very good at. Like when Mary Sue said, "Hey, Boz, go. You can just punch that cop out, right? You're an orc." And Don't all like, orcs just one punch people out? <laughs> and Boz was just like, "Yeah." And I'm looking at my sheet, going, "This is not going to work. <laughs> this is going to work at all." Boz is going to like whiff on this guy. <laughs> but Boz didn't know. She's never, she's not a she's she's a she's a trick shooter, but she's never gotten into a, like a lot of fist fights. So she just figured, yeah, I'll just whack this guy in the back of the head. It'll be like in the movies in the trivia shows. Just whack him in the back of the head, no problem. So there we go. There's one thing. Found it. <laughs> um man. we all know we Chuck jumps on grenades. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's also the thing where Chuck is really bad with swords, but he wants to convince everyone that he's going to be great. <laughs> Yo, I can't wait for you to use that sword that you got. Yeah. Right? Uh, is Chuck to. actually going to be okay with just, like, chopping into some dude? We'll find uh, out. Like, we'll find out. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> He'll, will he be one of those, he, like, does it and then, like, freaks out? Like, oh, my God, what have I done? There's so much blood. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's going to be Chuck, that was badass, man, baller mode. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the minute, the minute he does this and Michael realizes his obsession with food, the new runner name for for Chuck is oh, going Chuck? to be The Butcher. Oh, I thought you were going to say up, Chuck. Eh. Oh. No, no. Oh. He's slicing into a bunch of meat. He has to. There you, go, there you go. It's like the one Chuck joke I've not made. Thank you for finding that. <laughs> oh, my God. You didn't make the chunk joke either. Oh. The ground? 
I didn't know ground chuck. I thought that, that, I think I got beaten to the punch on that one. You said I think you may have said ground chuck, but I'm saying chunk mm-hmm. because he was chunky and then oh, chunk. Oh, oh ground, come on, he, he ground it. chuck is better. But he missed. He missed it. That Chuck was an overweight elf. He totally missed it that night. I, I like that Apathy, Apathy <laughs> Dude brought this up in the something I've been thinking for a while. That yes, Chuck is basically a LARPer. That's correct. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. So that is my wife on my account talking. Oh. See. Oh, I apologize. Ground Chuck was DPP. It was not Arcea. I apologize. <laughs> um. Are we talking about the episode? Is that that's out? That's out, that's out right? Yeah. yeah that's okay. Out. That was the best. Like, because I didn't know how that was going to go. Uh, and so, like, it's like, hey, new character, welcome to the show. Oh God! Like, that was. All right, everybody, new new streamer. New, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has commented on this yet from the people that listen, but I actually went and I found an explosion sound effect for when the grenade goes off, and I put it in the episode, and that's where I oh, ended wow. the episode. Ooh. Oh, I gotta listen yeah. to that one. That's fancy. Mm-hmm. I can go without it. Oh. <laughs> Are you the one giving me crap about not listening to the episodes? Yes, Probably. but I literally can't listen to podcasts. I can only oh, listen to one right now, and it's only so what, because so less why than do 10 I have to? Awesome. Because you're home all day? Oh, oh shit. Damn. I don't got stuffed. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I feel like I gotta go through a big long explanation of why that's the case. It's nope. very awkward. <laughs> um, just, just, I just don't recommend anyone try to immigrate into the United States. It's just not a lot of fun. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> um, anyway, moving this on. This actually kind of feeds into why is RC not more appreciative, appreciative of Chuck since he saved his life? I don't understand that question. I take issue <laughs> with the entire premise. <laughs> Uh, I, I was deeply question. impressed and terrified. If you saw somebody get like popped by a grenade and come back as, you know, fucking Lee Majors to make a thirty-year-old reference, you wouldn't be like, "Well, man, I really appreciate what you did." All it'd be like, well, you know, hey, buddy, you okay there?" It was kind of, that was kind of, it was a, a shock, you know. I'm and, imagining that people are like, because RC definitely still gives Chuck crap, just like he gives crap to everybody. But mm-hmm. I think right. that's a bit of like for RC, it's almost an endearment. You know, it's I mean? how he shows his love. Exactly. I, the more shit understand. he gives you, the more he loves you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I understand. You don't give me any shit, but I understand. Exactly. Exactly. I understand more than you know. You get a lot of like you get a lot of elf related shit. That's... Well, I do get a lot of elf. Yeah, like, <laughs> I get a lot of shit. Cop killer shit. <laughs> you don't play with the Johnson shit. People You're a dandelion eater pizza. shit. Yeah. Yep. I get a lot, but that's okay. I can yeah, at work, well, you know, like during, during my free time at work, it's like how to be racist and shut run. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's it's funny because, uh, like, Boz is very like, oh, that's racist about anything regarding trolls and orcs. But people give elves a hard time, and she's just like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that uh, isn't that funny? Isn't okay, it, that's. I mean, it's exactly. Yeah. It. Yeah, no, it's how it works, yeah. Next question? Uh, to finish off Master Jack, a.k.a. Chuck's dad, set of questions. What is mm. RC's dream drone? Mm. That that was the one where, where, where we had a preview of that question, and Bob said, that's going to take a half an hour to answer. And I had no <laughs> idea how to feel about that comment. Like, I was afraid to even respond, <laughs> because I was... <laughs> his, his dream drone would... Uh, 
probably some kind of like Swiss Army knife, badass, you know, like fix it all thing. But Sp- Sp- yeah, Sp- yeah, yeah, it would be a Swiss Army knife, you know, fix it all plus spider tank. Yeah, it would be all combined <laughs> into one. Like it, it could both destroy and create. <laughs> so like you know, like, like a little white work button drone to come up and like hand him tools, and uh, you know, th- I think that'd be is it the, the best thing? Is it Dummy from Iron Man? Yeah, I, I was kind of thinking Dummy from Iron Man, but I didn't know that was its name. So. I don't know if that's its name. He just calls it a dummy all the time. The thing that like like sprays him with uh, uh, like cool fire, or, or, uh, fire suit, yeah. That's that's what RC needs. RC needs a bot that's adorable, and generally this is to instructions with about eighty percent accuracy, just enough to trust it, and then you like sprays fire extinguisher in your face. Awesome. Um, mm-hmm. 